Welcome to the iSmart Podcast Show with Tom Rogers, founder and CEO of iSmart Networks. We help connect entrepreneurs with key partnerships to build financial freedom. The average millionaire has seven streams of income, and our guests reveal how they created multiple streams in their businesses. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around for the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you could be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily transformational podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right. Thanks for being on a smart podcast. On today's shows, we have Atish Patel. Um, Atish Patel is, is a fairly unique character. Uh, he went ahead when he was uh, when he was younger in Kenya, and he uh, developed an app uh, at a pretty young age called Speaking It uh, that basically you know helps people with uh, speaking impediments. Um, and uh, and then he went from that to selling it to being here in the in the in the U.S. Uh, he's the founder and CEO of Mint Investors. He has an Instagram page that has thousands of followers on Mint Investors um, that teaches about stocks, investing, and the different things of that nature. Um, Atish, thanks for being on the show today. Well, thank you for having me, Tom, on iSmart Networks. Yeah, definitely. So what is Mint uh, Mint Investors? Is this the, the main business that you're doing right now, um, or what is your main source of income? Um, it's not my main business. It's more of a side hustle at the present moment. It's just something I do for fun. Okay. Um, it started out as essentially it started out as a way to teach my friends and how to invest yeah. a small community of like 20 people to learn about stocks and then invest in. And then I, I suppose my content was good enough that all of a sudden my page just exploded and well, I continue to um, aspire to educate more people about the, the magical world of investing in stocks. Definitely, yeah. yeah um, that's yeah, it's super exciting. There's a lot of there's a lot of room to grow in that area. Um, with with speaking it, you know, you this was an app that you created in July of 2017. Essentially, mm-hmm. until until now, how did you get into that, um, and then how did you end up selling it? Okay, um, so we'll have to go back to twenty seventeen. Uh, um, in my high school, it was I was part of this program called the IB Diploma, the MIP, and we had this thing at the end of. 10th grade to do a personal project, right? So it can be about anything as long it's helping people in some way. So being hard of hearing, I decided to go back to my roots and do something like speech therapy because I've personally done it and I, I know how expensive it is. So being in Kenya, I realized um, many people cannot afford speech therapy. So I decided to develop an app, a low cost app. It was actually free. 
and it will I designed it in such a way that it was less than um, 30 MB in storage size so it can easily be uploaded into a right, like 30 megabytes so it's like a small app that you can store right. yeah that's right and um, yeah so that app was developed to again like Tom said to help people with speech impediments and for those who want to learn English as a second language. Fantastic. And so what you do is you build that up and then you add so many people that downloaded the app and then you have... Um, yes. At the initial, uh, I remember fondly on the first day, it, it got, the first day I uploaded it, it got over 200 downloads without any promotion it's just word of mouth yeah it's just word of mouth nice and then um i sold and then fast forward a few months later i sold it okay very cool um you sell this like a larger company or just like an individual or how did it work out as far as the selling process um so i sold it as i sold all my rights the name and everything associated it was a mobile app so i sold it like all the rights all the um the data the the app store like um what do you call it yeah the app store um, listing and everything yeah right so you, so you sold it to like a company for like a certain I amount did, or I an did. individual or? I can't disclose the figure, but what I, um, I can tell you, it was sold to Sonova. Okay, sweet. Yeah, that's super rad that you were able to build for the five app. figures. Yeah, that's yes. fantastic. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's really cool, dude. I mean, being able to do that at a young age and then also find a need and then fulfill that need is essentially entrepreneurship at its, you know, finest. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so good job on that. What is your main focus right now? Um, so, creating additional streams of revenue. At the present moment, I'm at university. So, I'm like focusing on my, well, career part. So, I have a part time job. And then I um, have an I have two investment portfolios as well. Uh, Mint Investor. Okay, nice. So that's that's fantastic. I think. Uh, how important do you see having multiple streams of revenue right now, like in this it, in this time? If you read this book. It's called Let's Dad Poor Dad. It's what mm -hmm. got me into investing in the yeah, first Robert place. Kiyosaki, right? Yes, by him. Um, having multiple streams of income is what makes the rich become richer. Okay? The poor people in the middle class remain poor in the middle class simply because... The, um, I remember one of the biggest lessons I learned at Rich Dad Poor Dad was the poor, they invest in liabilities the middle class invests in liabilities they think are assets and the rich invest in assets 
to buy those liabilities. Yeah. So what do I mean by assets? And um, one of the easiest assets, young people such as myself or like Generation Z can have is stocks. That's one of the biggest assets that one can get right now. Stocks, REITs, um, ETFs, index funds. Yeah, that's really, that's really, really good advice. You know, it's a great book as well. So I'd always recommend it. A lot of the people that have listened to the show have read those books. Was there any some specific stocks that you recommend right now? I know that Zoom is, you know, really taking Um, I would not buy Zoom right now because it's very overvalued, one. And two, the founders and some of the board of directors sold all their shares. Oh, really? Was that recently? Yes, that was... um. It's all public. All you have to go is check the SEC filings and it's disclosed to the public. So what do you think the future of like, you know, kind of Zoom communication? If Zoom isn't there in the future, what would replace it, you think? I think um, this crisis has made um, certain trends emerge faster. For example, remote work, artificial intelligence, um, cybersecurity. And that's the reason many of these companies are just reaching all-time highs. Right. Yeah, e-commerce as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is, it, I do agree with you. I think the Zoom is way overvalued right now because although it does do communication on a video level, it's not what people are really wanting as far as a virtual communication software so although it is you know it's sufficing you know it's working now but it, yes. i do not think it's going to be the main thing i, I think the moment um as this crisis is over and everything returns back to normal zoom will have to live up to those expectations those high valuations and less people are going to subscribe to Zoom. So now that's going to cause revenue to tank and it won't yeah. meet those expectations. And therefore, logically, the stock would go down. Yeah. What other, what other stocks do you recommend right now um, that are maybe, you know, better stocks to look at? Um, it depends on the sector you, you like to invest in. And then I can't really say what stock is best for each person because it depends on that individual's risk profile as well, what sectors they want, as well, how much money they're willing to invest. Because when I talk about risk profile, I'm talking about um, how how much volatility can you handle? Right. Like studies so you, have shown. So would you measure as far as like volatility goes? Would you go um, more so like cryptocurrency over stocks or like they run the same I, as far as volatility? I, I personally did not invest in cryptocurrency because it's too um, volatile. One and two, it does not really have any fundamental value to it. So, 
it's not something I would get into it now, maybe later in the future, five years or six years. Yeah, once it has future. fundamental value, then it'll be kind of like too late to invest into it probably. Because <laughs> right now it doesn't have any fundamental value. I'm pretty value, sure so. by then I'll have enough to invest in yeah. cryptocurrency. Yeah, it's very true. Um, cool. So, you know, it sounds like you've got multiple different ways you've been able to create revenue. Um, you know, the last thing we'd like to talk about is how the pandemic has maybe affected, um, you know, your business. How has it affected your investing in the way that you've been investing right now? Um, the situation? Yeah. COVID-19? Well, um, some stocks are totally defying the logic of the market and basic economics. For example, there's this one company called Hertz Holdings, Hertz, Hertz, yes. And recently, about a week ago, it filed for bankruptcy. Hertz Rental, these are rental, rental, it's a rental company. It's a rental company. Yeah. And that stock was trading at 0.55 cents. Right now, it's $4. It was bankrupt. It was, and all of a sudden it shot up to $4, which makes no sense. Like, 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 for example, if you invested $10,000 when it declared bankruptcy, you would have made one twenty. you, that amount would be $125,000. That's crazy. So why? So why do you think that that happened? Is because someone bailed them out of bankruptcy and then it shut Nope, down? nope, nope. It's all because um, due to COVID nineteen, and stimulus checks. There's a lot of young people who have um, um, free money basically, and a lot of these people opened up Robinhood accounts. So now these are new investors that have no idea what they're doing and they just all of them bought herds so all of them drove the price up and up and up okay so it's the market just driving it's very similar to um bitcoin then because when everyone started buying bitcoin all of a sudden the value went up at this point (laughs) um the market is just going up due to hype yeah and optimism, purely optimism. So how do you safeguard your money so that way you're not investing in hype? Um, well, I I have, um, for like market downturns, I have this thing called an inverse ETF, which is basically an index that goes against the market. So, for instance, if the market were to fall, I would make money because that in, that um, inverse ETF would go up. Okay. So is that like a just it's like a strategy? So it's it's investing. a it's a form of hedging. Yeah. In a way, yes. Very cool. So you teach people essentially how to do this as well. I'm I do offer thirty minute um, investing calls. It's free for a limited time but i've not really promoted it per se but i will okay 
Sweet. So, um, fantastic. Well, you know, it sounds like there's a lot of things that you're doing right now and you have a good knowledge mm -hmm. in, you know, investing and, um, a pretty uh, bright future. So, yes. Um, so how do people get a hold of you and should they just follow your Instagram page? Oh uh, yes. That's the easiest way you can get a hold of, get a hold of me. And then, um, or just slide into my DMs that, Hey, how, how can I, I'll be, there to help you out. So slide into Aitish's uh, DMs or go on his LinkedIn as well. Um, you know, if you're interested in uh, maybe co-collaborating with him on different stock investments. Um, and, you know, thanks for being on the show, Aitish. I appreciate you. Hopefully you keep on going during this uh, whole time and, and we'll wish you all the best in the future. And with, uh, with all the new stocks, it sounds like you have a lot of knowledge in this whole area. So we might have you on the show a little bit later. Well, thank you, Tom, for having me. Um, it, it was a great pleasure to talk about and teach a new, hope, possibly potential investors on the magic of investing in stocks. And I'm glad to be part of this community. So, for those who are watching, I like to, I like you, um, I like to welcome you to the Minter Fam. Awesome. Go ahead and join, guys. Hey, thanks so much, Achish. Have a good one, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the iSmart Podcast Show. If you are a business owner with multiple streams of income or professional who would like to be on the daily program, please visit iSmartNetworks.com slash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with hashtag iSmartPodcast. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? We'll promote you and your business to our media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up? In your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. While you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow. That's right. Seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Thanks for listening. And thank you for being a part of the iSmart Podcast.